Welcome back to another episode of Lindale Station. We are so excited to continue with some of our Christmas-themed podcast here. I hope you enjoyed our What's Up with Reindeer from last week, and you're looking forward to our Christmas movie draft with our full office staff next week. But I'm Ashton, the younger half of the family ministry team, not by age, but by working effort with all of our little kids. And we have... Alan Goodwin, the older half, who is younger by several years. He really confused me when he said that. He's also the better looking one. Because so. I work with the um, the Utes, if you will, our student ministry. It's just another work day, and any jack and apes who thinks else should be boiled in his own pudding. But sir, Christmas is a time for giving, a time to be with one's family. I say bah, humbug. So today, um, we're in for a treat. We're in for a good little story, maybe a little uh, Christmas carol. And that's a timeless classic around this time of year. And so I don't know much about the Christmas carol. I know you said that uh, back in Louisiana, there was a, was it a church that put on? We had a church. It was called Family Church in West Monroe who would do a play of Scrooge um, a dozen or so times during December, during the Christmas month. And these shows would be sold out. It was awesome. And they did it for my entire life with great production value. Like it was a really, really, really great play. And so I was very familiar with the story of Scrooge from growing up going to that play. So hopefully you can kind of debunk this. My my knowledge of The Christmas Carol is that Jim Carrey was absolute hot garbage. Um, there's a Flintstone version, and that somewhere along the lines, the Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol with Donald Duck being Scrooge is somehow not an award-winning movie it's the best one it is in my opinion the best um film rendition of a christmas carol um other than some classics there are some classic versions of a christmas carol from early in the 20th century um that are really good but those are just completely in a different um a different vein but scrooge mcduck as we were talking about is probably the best scrooge of them all um so if you're not familiar with a christmas story um, it is based off the wildly popular novel by Charles Dickens. Um, and we've had several, there's been movies, there's plays. Um, it's a very popular story. Um, we're essentially, and we're going to refer to this as if it's, you know, the Disney version. Essentially, Scrooge McDuck is a very unhappy, um, cantankerous, if you will. He's a very, um, just unhappy and unpleasant man or duck, um, and he is a bit of a Scrooge in the sense that he is just a joy kill. He's greedy. Um, he's the opposite of um, of Christmas spirit. Um, and he's got a nephew that works with him that is all the things that you would want to be. And he's he's great. He loves people. He serves people. He's generous with what little he has. With what little he has, I should say. Um, and Scrooge, during this Christmas time. For some reason, he's just got this pain that he associates with Scrooge. And he gets visited by some ghosts, some ghouls, if you will, 
the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future, um, in which he sees kind of the things from his life that made him the way he is today. He gets to see how he is and how he treats people today from a new perspective and kind of, you know, gets to realize, oh, wait, I'm a bit of a turd. Um, and then he gets to see what will happen if he continues down that path. And the result of this, of these these visions of going with these with these ghosts, is that he kind of snaps out of it. He realizes the error of his ways, um, and he becomes very generous and giving, and really embraces Christmas spirit. The biggest problem that that Scrooge had during Christmas um, was that he was the exact opposite. Um, in his character of the person that Christmas celebrates. So Christmas celebrates the birth of Christ, celebrates the birth of our Savior. But Scrooge's issue um, is that he was a very, very greedy and self-centered man. That's pretty much the opposite um, of Christ, pretty much the opposite of Jesus. But one of my favorite quotes from this says, Scrooge said this, if I could work my will, every idiot who goes about with Merry Christmas on his lips should be boiled with his own pudding and buried with a stake of holly through his heart. He should. This man, for some reason, really did not like Christmas. And that affected all the ways that he treated people. He was not a generous man at all, and he kept running tabs of the debts of all the people um, who owed him anything, and he would collect on those with, with heavy interest. Um, and he was just not a not a good man, not a generous man, not a kind man, kind of the opposite of Christmas spirit. And he was someone that not only did not fit with Jesus' character, but it also is someone that Jesus would have been very critical of. So we see in Luke chapter 6, that um, we see one of the famous accounts of the Beatitudes, and this is Luke's account, where Jesus talks about certain people that are blessed and certain people that are not blessed. And we talk about blessings a lot during Christmas. We talk about blessings a lot in our culture. We talk about blessings. We pray about blessings. We sing about blessings. We talk about how blessed we are to live where we do. Um, but Jesus kind of has this habit of flipping things on their head. And when he talks about blessings, he does the same thing. Um, so he's going to talk about there's people who are rich and poor. There's people who are hungry um, and full. There's people who are laughing, and then there's people who are weeping. And there's people who are loved and well-respected, and then there's people who are hated. If we were to just go through that list, we would tend to say, okay, well, probably blessed are the rich, blessed are the full, blessed are those who are happy, and blessed are those who are well-liked. That's the exact opposite. Jesus says, woe to these people. And he said, blessed are the poor, blessed are the hungry, blessed are those who weep, and blessed are you when people hate you for my sake. And the result of all these things, he says, blessed are you for your poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are the hungry, for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are those who weep, for you shall laugh. Blessed are those who are hated, because you will be able to rejoice and leap for joy one day when you receive your reward in heaven. He goes on to say in some of the next verses in Luke chapter 6, one of the, some of the ways that we ought to, to live, and he says that we should love our enemies. We should do good to those who hate us. And this is in verse, starting in verse 27. Bless who, those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And for one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you, and from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. And then he kind of has this famous um, this famous um, preaching point where he talks about 
What benefit is, is it if you only love those who love you, if you only do good to those who do it back, because that doesn't separate us, that doesn't make us any different from anyone else. What he describes during this, when we really look at a Christmas story, he's basically describing Scrooge. Like he is, like he's describing like the, the exact opposite of what Scrooge would do. He's telling you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, blah, 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 blah. Scrooge not only wouldn't do those things, Scrooge like is the negative example in this. Like when it says, love your enemies, well, Scrooge is the enemy. <laughs> uh, bless those who curse you. Scrooge is the guy probably going around cursing people. Bless the one who, you know, strikes you on your cheek. He's probably the one striking people. And, the, and from the one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. He is for sure taking and not giving to the poor at all. So what we want to be careful of this year is not just, we, you know, we of course don't think that we're Scrooge. We don't look around and say, man, bah humbug, I hate Christmas, I'm a Scrooge, I want everything for myself, I don't want to give anything to anyone else. No one thinks they're that way. But, you know, neither did Scrooge. And he thought that he was justified in everything that he was doing. And we might not be to that extreme, but all of us can be guilty of not living this way that Christ has called us to. All of us can be guilty of only showing kindness to those who are showing kindness to us. All of us can be guilty of only loving those who love us back. And all of us can be guilty of withholding generosity unless there's something in it for us. Think about it. It's Christmas. You don't want to give a gift to someone if you don't think they're going to give one back, do you? Like it's that's one of the things that we struggle with. We say, ah, should I get a gift for you know my um, your aunt? Yeah, my neighbor or my aunt Gertrude. And it's like, well, Aunt Gertrude ain't got me a gift in five years. I'm probably not going to give her one. And like that's like that's that's so weird. That's the type of things that we think during this time of year, and that is pretty counterintuitive to how Christ calls us to live. So in this time of year, which celebrates Jesus, celebrates what he came to do, celebrates his arrival on earth, but also celebrates who he was. He was our savior, and he was the model for how that we should live. Um, we need to be people who remember the Beatitudes this time of year, that we keep things in perspective. And this might be a hard time of year for some of us. And remember that if, if you might be struggling, if you might uh, be going without this year, maybe more so than others, we understand 2020 has been like a really hard year. Um, just remember who Jesus says those who are blessed are. Cling to Jesus during this time of year. Um, run to Him. Be hungry for Jesus. Um, give a, like Go without earthly things in order that we might seek things um, that are higher. And Jesus promised that we would be blessed. But also, with what we've been given, be people who give. Give love to people even if they don't love you back. Give kindness to people who aren't going to show you kindness in return. And be generous. Be generous to people without expecting anything in return. And in that way, we can be people who not only get to celebrate Christmas through being like Jesus, but honor him by living out his example and following his example and being the opposite of Ebenezer Screws. So the kind of takeaway from this is <clears throat> as we head into this holiday season, we need to channel less Scrooge and more of our, our internal Tiny Tim Waving our, our crutch in the air, yelling, God bless us, everyone. Uh-huh. Um, so let that be in your heart. Let that be in your mind. Let that be a challenge to you. And find ways to say blessings instead of bah humbug. But we here at Lindell Station love you. We're praying for you. And you hope you have a fantastic weekend. See ya. Thanks for a Merry Christmas. Bye.
Merry Christmas!